You know, there's three words. Three words that we don't use enough in our own lives. The three words are, I don't know, and I fucked up. I mean, particularly in leadership, right? I mean, we we have this fallacy that we're supposed to have all the answers. As if because you have a certain title behind your name, now all of a sudden you're supposed to be this guru. You're supposed to be this this know-it-all. And you're you're supposed to have all the answers. Look, not having the answer and admitting it, 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 man, that's not going to make you weak. It actually, it's actually a sign of, it's actually a sign of strength. It's a sign of strength that you're strong enough to, to be vulnerable in the moment, to say, I don't know, but that you're willing to seek and find a conclusion. See, I don't know, man, that's going to open up a couple of different things. Number one, it's going to open up a conversation, a conversation between you and others to gauge their perspective. See, you have a thought and you have an opinion, but you know what? So do others. And, and, but, but, you know, maybe you don't have the definitive answer. So asking others, hey, what's your thoughts? Or what do you think? See, asking those two questions or some variation of that, that's going to open up the conversation. And it actually shows that you value, that you take stock in their perspective as well. See, others give you a unique angle. You know, maybe it's something that you didn't even think of. And then also they feel they have a voice in it as well. It's incredibly strong. See, throwing these these egoless thoughts onto the table, it enables all all of the uh, participants. It, it enables others to to actually poke hole, holes in the thoughts. I like what Ray Dalio uh, does. Is is uh, he's the billionaire hedge fund investor uh, that wrote the book Principles. He he encourages disagreement, but but anybody who disagrees, they have to give a thought, some sort of supporting thought to the disagreement itself. You can't just diss it and move on. Dude, I look, I've been on interviews, I've been on podcasts where I was actually asked a question I honestly didn't even know the answer. And instead of keeping it real, saying I don't know, I, I bumbled through it. And and I know people were on the other call other end like with the with the eye roll emoji looking at me like, mm He didn't even answer the question. Now look, there are gonna be times that you gotta that you gotta make a decision. So in the heat of the battle, you don't you don't have time to say, hey, what's your thoughts on this one? No, in the heat of the battle, bro, call a play and move on with it and roll with it. But sometimes too, after the smoke clears, after things kind of settle out a little bit, why not ask a trusted few, hey, what would you have done in that situation and why? And then here's the here's the key part to it also. Keep your damn defenses down. Don't don't try to defend your action. Get their unique perspective on it. And just marinate in, in their decision, in their perspectives for just a minute. And then poke holes in their thoughts as well. Not justifying your end, but just being open to it all. See, I I I, I wanna here's the thing too, I, I wanna add, especially in sales. <laughs> you can't tell a customer or you can't tell somebody that you that you're leading. You can't say, I don't know. And they just leave it at that. No, you got to find the answer, which is the second point to to saying, I don't know. It actually opens up the conversation, number one. But number two is it keeps you curious. See, I don't know. And then transitioning out of that, it, it, it keeps things curious where now you're trying to find some sort of conclusion to that as well. Now, the three other most important words besides I love you, the three other, the, the other three important words are I messed up. Or I fucked up. Okay? Bro, own that shit. I mean, rationalizing it away, finding blame in the in the other family member, the coworker, the customer, man, that'll leave you nowhere but in a in a in a in a in a life full of, of defensiveness. And actually 
people stop respecting you because you don't keep it real. Man, own it. When you mess up, own the decision. O- own a deal. I've said, I- I've told, I've pulled my salespeople aside and said, dude, I screwed up on that last deal. And I apologize. I've told my team that I've brought them together and when it warranted it saying, look, I didn't make a good decision in this situation. It Look, they, it shows you're human. Look, they know you're going to mess up. Hell, they mess up. We all mess up. But And they're not looking for perfection. What they're looking for is someone who keeps it real, learns from it, and then improves on it as well. See, you're setting the example. And if you're setting an example full of excuses, well, guess what? That's exactly the people that you're going to give birth to as well. Look, you got to learn from it. And and then so when you step on a landmine, learn from it and, and try not to make it happen again. At least that same scenario, shit's going to happen. But keep it real and then learn from it and then keep it moving. Now, you want to know what's on tomorrow's podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Thanks for tuning in to The Sales Life. I'm Marsh Bice, and I'll see you next time.